action. And we're back. Welcome to the uh, March and Mitch show. We're going to go with that. That's the thing now. March and Mitch. Don't call me Mitch, though, or I'll fucking shoot We're you. taking the ball, and we're running <laughs> it. We're running with it. Right, Mitchell? Welcome back. Yeah, so we took a quick commercial break. We're back on the live. We have Celine, Alex, and myself here. We are here to talk about a couple cool things. Number one, being artist of the week. Alex, I believe you have an artist that you'd like to, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, just like credit, shout out, talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give some credit. Most definitely. So as far as uh, a segment, I just thought it'd be cool to talk about uh, our favorite artists of the week and just uh, have, you know, any any one of us indulge in what we're listening to. Um, most of my uh, expertise or just knowledge from, you know, being a musician my whole life, from whether it's Hot Topic Emo to, <laughs> yeah. you know, 2011 hipster college rock has just been like all over the place. Right now, my favorite artist and what I want to give a shout out to as far as artist of the week is a uh, just a midwest pop punk band they're called hot mulligan uh-huh. and they're america's hottest new band you heard it here first <laughs> seriously though no they're like a really cool upbeat pop punk band uh they were on tour with senses fail and they just freaking shred and then like uh i just love their their lyrics their delivery and their freaking energy just shreds they have a new song called equip sunglasses <laughs> Literally, it's equipped sunglasses, but it's like the what you would type in uh, during a conversation to denote like an action taking place. Um, what? Literally. Literally. And that's probably my favorite song right now. I will listen to that song every morning on the way to uh, any gig working with Instacart, pretty much. <laughs> Gets me pumped up. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, first of all, we talked about yeah. Celine and Celine's her transplant from Arizona, but great, you great. yourself are not right. even from here you're you're from uh you're from california right to be 100 percent correct yeah yeah technically i'm a native from uh yeah yeah no 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 no, i'll explain what i i was very much under the impression that you were a native las vegas no you're correct so i'll I'll elaborate no 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 you're both correct in your own unique way i'll fight you (laughs) do it Fisticuffs. Okay. So. so unbeknownst to Celine, I'm actually a native Californian. I was born in Lancaster, uh, Palmdale area at the Antelope Valley Hospital. I don't know too many famous people from that area <laughs> except for <laughs> performing artist Afro Man. Right. Wait, what? Yeah, Afro Man is from Palmdale. There's a lot of uh, uh, hip hop rap songs from the 90s about Palmdale, apparently. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I, I just remember going to visit once and there was like a really <laughs> sad strip mall. In Palmdale, yeah, and but yes, I consider Las Vegas my true hometown, and much like much like our guest on the show tonight, I'm I'm also from the Southwest, and uh, it's just basically a place where there's lots of, it's hot and it's dry and there's cacti. Yeah, (laughs) that's where dreams go to die. And dreams go to die. We just wrote a fucking hit. Oh my god, (laughs) this is great. This is very very wild AF fam. Yes, I'd be wilding out here. Hot, dry, where dreams go to die. Literally. I'm writing that down right now. Write that down. Jim, um, <laughs> Jim, write that down. So we've learned about our guest today, Celine Sanis Pond, learning about their identity uh, through the teachings of... Don't recap for me right now. I want to know We're about not, you. Tell me about what? you. So California hey, oh or, what, is California oh, or, yeah. or Las I'm Vegas? Curious, I'm curious. Uh, so where yes. in California, because I know you said Antelope, but I don't know where the hell that is. So the short version. And also yes, yes. when you ended up in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, tell us your story, dude. Let's let people know who you are. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Okay, sure, sure. Um, uh, so <laughs> the short version is my father is uh, is Mark Chester Marczewski. He's an uh, Irish-Polish man. From I'm Philip. sorry. What's his first name? Uh, Mark. Mark. Okay. M-A-R-K. Uh, 
Mark Chester Marchewski, uh, son of... Uh, His middle name is Chester? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Mark nice. Chester Marchewski. Yes. There's lots of M's and C's what and H's. What a name. Literally. He, mm-hmm. was, uh, he was born uh, by uh, my grandfather, uh, Chet Marchewski. Right. And uh, whom I get, the woman whom my guitar is named after, uh, Loretto Hogan. <laughs> what? Yeah, literally. Loretto is just a, it's just a cool name. Uh, I actually did a restring on the guitar the other day. But any, anyways, uh, anyways, so they're all from the East Coast, Irish-Polish family. My dad was... Uh, Polish. I want to say 20... So about my age right now, so like almost 28, 29. And he had uh, moved into an apartment. He was gone to nursing school. He had just moved out to L.A. County with nothing but a motorcycle. And then just uh, uh, some military money that he had earned from the Air Force to go uh, just, you know, be a guy who studied nursing. Because that's just kind of where his head, head space was at. Right. And then uh, there was a... Uh, a really cute family moving in <laughs> and uh he noticed uh one of them was a girl about his age and that was my mom uh, uh pam and then they they just you know i guess uh uh two two people boned in the 90s and now i have to pay <laughs> bills every day so there you go that's my life story guys that's my family <laughs> wait 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 whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> that does not explain how you got here from arizona or no from uh from california yeah, yeah. to uh, las vegas <laughs> yeah, i just, I just want to know how you i want to know vegas. your story not your parents story okay although i appreciate the backstory because you no, know you're a good. rich backstory really solid prequel yeah shows you, you. what a hero is really made thank of. you mitchell thank you so <laughs> lovely thank you uh, um so essentially at the time in the early 90s uh, real estate in the, uh, the la area was yeah. like really really expensive and right. even like my best friend one of my best friends from high school lives in van nuys and it's like an arm and a leg to live in los angeles county so right uh, at los lake california's expensive yeah yeah so like what a lot of people who can't afford to people who want to live in la but they can't move to la they move to las vegas and then they just they just moved there so we moved to vegas when i was four and that's vegas is pretty much all i've ever known it made me who i am and that's why i consider it my true hometown but yeah just right. much like mitchell uh had known is just freaking i uh, i don't even know why i remember <laughs> <laughs> seriously he's like oh my gosh that's crazy yo but no yeah i am a native californian i then i i that is true this is fact yeah. okay mm-hmm. and now you're here and now i'm here and we are all here literally welcome to the awakeness and cut no i'm just kidding so everyone's everyone's a transplant uh I'm, I'm pretty much probably the the only board and bred person who traveled away at a young age uh yeah you were the worried. prodigal son yeah yeah exactly yeah i traveled away for uh five years to eugene and then for four years to washington because i wanted to get away from this place as quickly as possible and it's for long as possible and i did that i did exactly that and eventually i came back as most people who go on an epic, you know, uh, odyssey or, you know. Was it Wanderlust? Was it soul searching? <laughs> it was a Greek methodical uh, mythology tale, you know, where you go and you, you come back to the place like, you begin. Oh, yeah. I like that. that and, uh, and eventually I was just like, no, I can, I can settle back down here. But I had to travel the world first. And it was a good experience. You know, I appreciate all the experiences. Eugene's great. Washington sucks. That sounds brave. Yeah, yeah. I remember I talked about Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, Tacoma's terrible. Uh, don't ever move there. If you do, uh, bless your soul. It's a personal choice or an unintentional I told choice. that story to the man that owns the house that I sublet from, and he said the exact same thing about Tacoma. <laughs> if you know, you know. I mean, I would have never claimed to have lived in the ghetto before, and then I did. And then I lived in the actual ghetto, and it makes much more sense, and I don't feel any different about it. I just feel more educated and when people talk about living in the ghetto, I feel like now I understand, you know, because, 
you know, having people stabbed half a block away from your house and having prostitutes, you know, offered to you to your door or having, you know, your pizza guy have a gun pulled on him. All these things just seem like fantasy until it happens to you. So Tacoma <laughs> is the ghetto benchmark. You heard it here first. Well, I mean, yeah, at least Tacoma. in Washington. I mean, of course, uh, there's other places, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so moving back to Salem seemed less like um, such a big deal. And uh, it is, it is, you know, Salem's not that bad, but... Uh, again, glad to have y'all here on the show now. The privilege and pleasure is all ours. You know, I actually almost went to school in Tacoma. Ah, and Tacoma. part of why I didn't is because, uh, so I ended up in, at Willamette, which is here in Salem. And I knew I wanted to be in the Northwest. And one of the schools that I was first looking at was uh, Puget Sound in oh. Tacoma. Ooh. And I went to a seminar that was like, hey, prospective students thinking about moving to Tacoma to go to Puget Sound. Don't worry. The crime rate has gone way down. And I was like, I didn't know. You heard it here first. The crime rate is down. (laughs) But now the one thing I know about Tacoma is the crime rate is definitely down, which makes me think, where was it to fucking start with? Yeah. Turns out it wasn't great to fucking start with. No, definitely not. (laughs) But it's way down, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. (laughs) So artist of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's a band or something. I don't know. They're pretty cool. I, no, no. <laughs> I'm just making sure they get the clout that they deserve. Yes, everyone go check out Hot Mulligan. They're freaking awesome. Uh, funny enough, their debut album, Pilot, was one of my favorite albums from the past year. Tag and them in this episode. Please comment and tag on them in this. Their please. newest their newest album, You'll Be Fine, is a, contender on my, is a shortlist contender for one of my favorite albums of the year. Please check it out. Thank you so much. Hot Mulligan. Perfect. Thank you. Thank I like, you. I like their band a lot. Okay, cool. Me too. Can we play the song? We can play. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> let's take, uh, we'll play like 30 seconds of the song. And. That music. Where might I find that music at? Oh. I, I like uh, Spotify's my favorite or YouTube usually. You, you mean I'm gonna have to steal it from Spotify illegally? Uh, no, I mean I have a membership. I participate. I have a m- membership. I, I, <laughs> does that mean I can download it and use it legally for to play those guys? The so I mean if we're if we're streamlining it to to pimp out their band, I don't. I feel like it's not terrible. Bad. I mean, <laughs> all right, fair. Know. They'll I mean, appreciate the, uh, the I mean, shout if it's, out. If it's on YouTube, I mean, the public can enjoy it. I, that's the game plan. Public public uh, appreciation. That's Ooh, the whole uh, point. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's what it do. It's a good one. Yes. Oh, God, I'm addicted to carbonation. Mm-hmm. So we continue <laughs> on this journey just like we would, like uh, just like the Midnight Gospel where we sit and continue to talk about interesting topics. I still don't know what the show's about. Well, I think I missed I missed that memo. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, we got to get you hooked up with, the, with an account. To so watch Netflix is a place where you can go on a, on a, a screen and then movies and, and stuff appears where you can enjoy <laughs> it, right? That's yeah. how this works. This one specifically talks about a lot of, basically it's like uh, enlightenment, spiritual people. Uh, the first show has like an accredited doctor. What, what, do you remember his name? 
I do not off the top of my head. I apologize. I feel like I want to say Dr. Drew. I don't know if that's that's the I think that maybe that's wrong. I think that is his Drew actual name Drew Perchinsky. Dr. Drew. Dr. Dr. Drew P. Uh, and and they basically talk about the effects of like LSD and, oh. and well yeah and, and marijuana on the impact of the opioid crisis and how that <laughs> no seriously and he talks about like like opioid usage with like prescription or medical marijuana that's available it being uh like 30 percent less of opioid usage and so oh okay wow yeah his his perspective what? basically like sums down to like there's no such thing as a good or bad drug it's, it's everybody's um uh, correlation with the drug this is right, ref- yeah, this is in reference to cannabis and marijuana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, he's saying is like there's no mm. like even like his his um his uh, what do you call it um, reference was okay. people who use Valium, right? Like if you're getting kidney surgery, Valium's a great drug. If you're drinking at a party and you use Valium, uh, you know you're gonna die. And so, oh shit! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, it wasn't quite that aggressive. I mean, well, I mean, that's it was kind, kind of, of a breakdown between the relationships. Like, right. Why are you using in the first place? Right. Why Why do you feel prompted to use mm. this? And what's the context in which you're using this? Mm-hmm. Like the, the way he used Valium or explained Valium was like, if you're at a dentist's office, you're getting a root canal. Valium is probably going to be a good thing. <laughs> right. But if you're at a party, you've had several beers, maybe smoked some pot. Now it's about time for you to drive home. Valium's probably not a great idea. Yeah. So you have to question why you're taking it at that particular moment and what the context is yeah yes okay hmm. yeah yeah exactly so that that was episode one uh um, sounds like a show i might enjoy watching oh it's so good again the, the show is basically just a podcast animation so the animation doesn't always match up but when it does it, it's just so weird but the the old the overall is just a conversation with somebody who's got some some solid experience around uh the you know the topic at hand which uh for the first episode is you know drug experience the uh, third episode's about a guy who does magic and they t- they cover the literal practical uh applications of magic in in like the what almost religious sense right in a very uh meditative sense like understanding how you can access magic through kind of understanding your own personal where you're at in life and how you connect to the world. Yeah. Um, I do really quick want to do a shout out to the doctor that we were mentioning. That's Dr. Drew Pinsky. That, that Drew Pinsky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds that familiar. Episode. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. The, there's no bad drugs, just bad contexts and relationships. Yeah. That's some real shit right there. Damn. Yeah. So check that yeah, show out weird. for sure. And uh, make sure that, you know, you're not putting yourself in those situations, ultimately. And you grow and you move on. We'll eventually, <laughs> we'll eventually cover the, the time I woke up at the state capitol, but not tonight. Legendary story, but you must stay tuned. Yeah, not tonight, for sure. Well, we'll you, can, you can have this, this story. Good to too. Yeah, we'll tell you about the time I, I got pulled over and did not get arrested. But, uh, yeah, don't do that, for sure. Don't fight a cop, either. Oh, what? <laughs> Hold on. Why? Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> we've got we've got some direction from the producers right now that we're just going to continue moving forward. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you want to retort, Mr. Alex? What's up? Well, if you want to, uh, would it be a, like a felony or misdemeanor? What's it? What are you, what are you getting at? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. I was just going to say uh, that's like the time that I got pulled over for not for go- I was going uh, to pick somebody up after before work, like at like 
five in the morning to pick him up to to carpool to work, and I had been driving without insurance. Oh, what? And oh, no, no, and expired yeah. tag because oh my freaking good because of some. Oh, I can't even remember why I've done it now, but yeah, I, I had I had uh, my insurance was about to go up. Oh no, because they totaled two cars in one month. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I I was uh, that was the that was rock. Bottom. He's Mitchell Herring. What will he do next? No, Wherever the fuck I want, jumps off the building. <laughs> That's a Bam Margera reference. Rock and roll, rock and roll. I'm the king of rock and roll. Uh, yeah, so instead of uh, pay for insurance on my fucking 1989 Honda Accord. Viva La Mitch, season one. Uh, I decided that it would be easier just to drive without insurance and, you know, fuck whatever. And so I did, and I made it six months, six plus months without insurance driving. And, and I only drove to and f- to and from work, right? So, like, yeah, I literally just, that's all I did. Right. And, you know, it sounds like my lifestyle. Yeah. 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 And j- just to be as, as quote unquote responsible as possible because I was not looking to just frivolously drive around. And, and so I did. And, and then event- eventually it was, it was early enough in the morning, and I'm wearing my black hoodie my black beanie it's 5 30 in the morning and i'm driving down south commercial and this cop's like this guy looks like a fucking piece of shit <laughs> and of course he starts following me yeah i i, look, I like his irish accent <laughs> he's an irish cop you know he's he's on the beat he's been he's been working you know he's trying to bust you know uh some cartel ring and he stumbles <laughs> upon me trying to get somebody on the paddy wagon exactly and, and it just so happens my fucking uh tags are have been expired for three years um <laughs> you know just just barely missed it by this much and so he fucking just pulls yeah he pulls me over and then he's like license and registration i'm like i have none of that <laughs> <laughs> and so uh i barely had my license renewed and and then i so i give him my license and then he's like all right registration i'm like i don't know what that is sir and he's like your fucking car insurance dipwad and i was like oh, oh. my goodness i was like all right <laughs> i don't have that either he's like all right, wait here. And he goes back to his fucking car and he comes back. And he's like, all right, I'm going to write you two tickets. He's like, number one, not having insurance. Number two, expired tags. And he's like, all right, if you get one of these fixed and by the time you go to court, you know, it will, it will be waived. And then I later from the internet found out that you can basically register uh, insurance while you're on the app in the car. And so I literally could have just gone and signed up and been like, look, I have insurance, but I did You not. literally could have just bought insurance oh, yeah. Yeah. On, on, no. I literally have read like a hundred stories where people were just like, yeah, I was pulled over for not having insurance. And I pulled what? up the progressive app and oh, just got it on. I gave him my fucking no. vehicle making model. And Uncanny. then I had you insurance. No, that's a great business model for progressive etc oh yeah no i have progressive now and forever because it was literally it took me less than five minutes to get insurance on my car and i was like damn uh so i went to court and i i i showed proof of insurance and then they waived the one and then they they charged me for the the expired tags and then i got insurance and and now i'm a registered driver with uh with uh with insurance and uh <laughs> that's my story and i'm sticking to it and you know like insurance and shit yeah you know, yeah, yeah that fucking weak stuff that you know uh that simp boys use and shit whatever it's like that paper shit that makes it okay to use a vehicle i don't know how to use cars now <laughs> yeah dude i'm, I'm fucking but, but but from a business standpoint and i know it's gonna offend some people but you know how much money i saved driving without insurance oh for three i fucking years? believe you i fucking and, believe and you know the amount of oh, the ticket cost less than 200 and I saved over two grand not driving with oh, insurance. You literally purchased insurance, yeah, on your fucking web browser on your smartphone when I got pulled over. You were yeah. fucking shitting me. Yeah, no, young no. Mitchell was a teenage anarchist. Oh my god, 
<laughs> yeah. Cue up Teenage Anarchist by fucking against me right now. Oh, my God. I thought I was a fucking... Oh, my goodness. Nope. Roll the clip. I was a I was fucking a paper bitch compared to Mitchell growing up. Jesus Christ. Sling will vouch for that, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. not about it. It just, it just doesn't make financial sense. Like, so what? You total my car. I'll pay for yours. Fuck it. It's not that's worth it. That's literally my most expensive bill that's not rent is fucking the car insurance. My, me too now, but yeah. Dude, yeah, no. Mine goes rent, actual car payment, car insurance. Oh, my goodness. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Sorry. So just legal disclaimer. My dad is a lawyer. He said we are not allowed to advocate for not having car insurance. Yeah, absolutely Get not. Get no. car insurance. No, no, no. But I also, you can vouch for this too. I drive like your grandma. I drive exactly the speed limit. Mm. I never pass. I like always use my blinker. Like I, I'm, I'm the same way. Well, and after having to move to Washington, so when you move out of state of Oregon, Oregon requires you that you take the DMV digital test or the written test fucking again any other state will just give you a license when i moved to washington they're just like oh you got a license here you go washington license Boom. but i came back to oregon Oregon's like fuck no dude we're gonna charge you 50 bucks and you have to take the test again and so well, that's always frustrating oh yeah. Right yeah well they're doing it because they need revenue income because apparently people in oregon are super chill with like driving laws i don't know what the reason is but for the most part yeah yeah I, for the most part it's been i have never even been i haven't been pulled over in six fucking years yeah washington's insane people in driving washington drive like they have a death wish they're just like fuck it i'm ready to go that sounds like that sounds like growing up in vegas was phoenix the same way was, <laughs> that, was it like fucking mad max fury road <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah basically yeah, people the Arizona have a death thing wish. is that uh, we never have to renew our licenses. Oh, oh. yeah. No, yeah. true story. So, so my license expires thing? in 2058. 2058. The fucking grand So I, I'm, I'm not a math major, but I'll be either 55 or 65 when my license expires. You. And literally, that's the reason that I haven't gotten an Oregon license. I wouldn't either. I can literally, like, if I lose my license, I can call the state of Arizona and be like, hey, I lost my license. Can you send me a new one? And they'll send me a new one for 12 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Write okay, that down for you uh, identity theft uh, scam uh, hackers out there who are looking for permanent license plates or licenses, not license plates. Yeah, they're, I, I, I sympathize completely, but I feel like, yeah, in Oregon, like, they're, they're really up, up the ass with the fucking stickers and shit. Like, they're always trying to get you, like, hey, make sure you put the new sticker on. Okay. Again, sure. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's pretty hard. Otherwise, otherwise, it, it seems pretty lax. I also, on, on a much similar note, yeah, I, I also just drive like a grandpa, <laughs> uh, just because, you know, you're getting a DUI when you're 20, we'll fuck your shit up. <laughs> but, don't uh, do it. Don't. We have Uber and Lyft now, thank fucking goodness. And you can fucking split your ride with your homies via text. Which seriously. Is fucking the greatest thing ever, seriously. But, uh, okay, once I started driving for Grubhub, though, holy yeah. shit, that's when I went full-blown, like, okay, it's fucking metal to the fucking floor. Like, you want to fucking, okay, Florence, you think you can you can beat me to the grocery? Don't Guess again, God. bitch. Wait, is that <laughs> how the app works? Are you literally competing with people? No, no, it's just anxiety. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, I just think to myself, like... <laughs> <laughs> If I don't get these people to Del Taco in time, a fucking angel is going to lose its halo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. It's a mood. I was not ready for that. 
If I, I don't get Taco Bell to this person on time, my grandmother is going to die, their grandmother is going to die, and then also the world will explode. Oh my gosh. That's what it feels like, seriously. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I just I just get nervous. Like I just got a whole ass because it's like, this is some hot food. Whereas with like the Instacart, it's like I appreciate that though. <laughs> anytime I order anything and I and I'm I'm banning Why is it taking so long? I'm banning uh, all all Uber, Uber Grubhub uh postman. I'm, I'm banning it from my purchases because I can't afford it anymore. But Jesus Christ, it is always cold and and at this point i'm just i just expect it to be less than what i was looking for and i know the reason behind this is because uh all those freelance uh, they call it the gig market now yeah they're just trying to fucking make their money and then go do whatever the hell that is if, if you're me you're a musician for some people maybe you're a graphic artist or right. maybe you know maybe you're just between jobs or, right or you're, you're people like my buddy ron and you just you do four of them at the same time and just know how to stack them like it's a fucking it's kind of like being a fetch quest in an <laughs> RPG. dude it's right. literally and you just stack the fetch quest well instead of stacking like instead of you know getting a you know, a couple of boars, uh, boars tusks for, you know, the local inn. Right, you, right, You have right. to get Del Taco for some dragon Del named, Ta- named Rachel. Del and then, Taco. <laughs> and then and then while you're in the Del Taco, they ask you, like, hey, can you can you just stop by Papa John's? Come on, come on. You, Wait, really? You want to be a bad bitch for this 10 bucks? You're going to stop by Papa John's for fucking Samantha and her four kids. It's like, ah, oh, shit. And that's and that's why your shit takes so long. Because cause wow. all, literally, well, all the free, all they're, they're, we're just, they're, they're just there to make her money. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. I've done Postmates. I feel bad. And though, Postmates yeah. constantly, if, if you're doing one, one run and yeah. somebody else is in the area, they're like, oh, just make some Seriously. extra money. You've got that extra sugar. Seriously. That's the best analogy. I that's crazy. That. That's, I mean, yeah. I believe it though. Because, I mean, this one time, did you want me to tell you about the guy I reported yeah. for, uh, who 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 literally just went completely MIA during during the order. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I reported him for oh, trying to shit. sell me drugs. I was so mad. The dude took twenty five minutes to go off map, and oh, and uh, just uh. he ended up some at and I mean Uber is really hard on the uh, on the like tracking shit. So the guy picks up the order. Drives the opposite direction ten minutes, stops at some random location, waits there ten or fifteen minutes, Oof. and then turns around and then comes my direction. I'm just like, this guy tried to sell me drugs because I know what he was doing. He was working for another app company and he was doing the double down shit. But while he first picked up my order, I was like, fuck this guy. I was so mad. The, <laughs> Wait, did you like report him? I, no, not like not like that. But I, okay. I, you know, report is I was just because his vehicle in my mind. I was complaining about for it. for X amount of time. Okay, dude, he was literally thirty five oh, minutes. Oh, late oh, to oh the, that's thirty five that minutes late to the ETA oh. arrival, and it wasn't an update because there was nothing wrong. Man, that's with frustrating, the, that's dude. It was n- yeah. The guy came up and he's just like, "Here you go." I got everything. It was ice cold. The guy and I was just like. Shit. And, and uh, I, I mean, again, I don't blame the app. I just, I don't blame the the place that provides the food, but the dude who just decides to randomly stop at some house off Third Street in fucking Kaiser when you live in South Salem, it's like kind of a big fucking deal, you know, 35 minutes late. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was terrible. It was miserable. I was Shit. so mad. Yeah. I literally asked him, I'm like, I'm like, what were you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? I came straight here. <laughs> what? 
What do you? I, yeah. You know you're on fucking GPS, right? I can see exactly no, where you true. are. No, this is true. This is true. So, like, I always... Um, Came straight here. Most of us are pretty honest about it, or most people I've been are pretty honest about it, but there is, like, some exceptions. Like, the, <laughs> like the Del Taco on Lancaster is just, like, a nightmare. Like, you're just... It's like a black hole. Right, because be, it's so popular. You will be stuck mm. there for a minute. Yeah, dude, just so. tell me. Like, you know, yeah. tell me what happened. My grandma had a heart attack, and I had to go check on her. Lie to me in a, in a way that matters. Yeah. Make it just, believable. Yeah. Just and just communicate yeah. just, you know like honesty is a good policy when i came straight here <laughs> look me dead in the eyes i'm just like what <laughs> I, I came straight here. why'd you stop on on 18th and commercial for 25 minutes uh there was a cute cat <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to meet that cat <laughs> and i like, would tip extra for that yeah no no, <laughs> no i was my sa- food's I cold because sa- you spent 10 minutes petting a really cute cat Excellent. I came across a family of cats and kittens, and I and I relocated them from one side of the street to the other, and and I'm so sorry, and and it would be to- that would be that would be perfect. I would not be even I'd be like, oh God bless you for being a decent human being versus just like I came straight here. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Do 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 do. Also, Alex, thank you for being you know. Uh, a part of that uh, franchise, and and you know, you guys are great. I appreciate. Oh no, no, yeah, no, yeah I gotta even... say, like genuine thanks for Most all the work that you're doing. Cause... I, I appreciate you guys are, are very sincere and, and very kind. Thank you. I'm a little jaded. Don't don't mind me. I'm just whining. He he. No reason to apologize. It's all good. You know, times is rough. People just want to fucking get their. No, I gotta say, like the people who have stepped up to the plate to take care of other people and and help out with things like groceries and food deliveries. It's a very much needed necessity in our time. So I, That's really you know, cool. I, I recognize really cool. that a lot of people have to do that, but I want to say a genuine thank you to folks like you who are stepping up to the plate and taking care of other people. That is so, that is, uh, I'm, I am extremely, uh, that is, that's very kind of you to say, uh, Celine. Uh, I really appreciate that. That is cool. It's, uh, the short, Alex doesn't take compliments well. The short, the, the short version is, uh, I, I like the gig because, uh, it's just, it's a fun way to give back to the community and then I can make my own schedule and pay my rent. And then, uh, he's you know own, me, I'm he's a, his own boss. I'm a, I'm a pretty sincere guy. You know, like I said, I try to be honest. One of my favorite artists, uh, Matt Healy from the 1975, <clears throat> his, one of my favorite quotes of like all time that I try to like, I try to do this every day. Uh, weak messages create bad situations. <laughs> so I, I like to always like, if my uh, if your stuff's late, I'm gonna straight up tell you like, listen, this it happened because of this. Word. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> preach, my brother. Yep. Preach. Weak weak messages create bad situations. I had a friend write that on their notebook. True story. Like, Joe Rogan has a has a has a habit of really pushing his shows, and while they're interesting, I don't <laughs> I don't think anyone has two and a half hours in a day to listen to anybody oh, talk. Man. Unless you have some kind of desk job that requires you not to talk to people, so I mean, I can barely watch an yes. entire Star Wars prequel in one <laughs> sitting, and that's about how long that is. Yeah, oh man, a little over two and a half hours. I so. could look, I could look at you and McGregor all day long. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh no, one of my best, uh, my best money making ideas <laughs> is take all of the Star Wars prequels and cut them down to just the scenes that you and McGregor and Ian McDermott are in. I thought you were talking about the UFC fighter. <laughs> no. Also, we have to splice in some UFC fighter McGregor scenes. Okay. 
Conor McGregor. Oh, into my, my I Star fucked Wars up. Cuts. Okay, hold on. Never mind. All right, you guys continue. I'm just gonna be over here. I have the high ground now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would condense the entire prequel down to an hour and a half if you cut everything out without him, or cut everything into with him. Uh, and you'd have still have a cohesive story. I mean, this is a whole. This is another episode that we should have because I have a lot of opinions on Star Wars. Oh no, no, no. Okay. we especially. need to have a Star Wars episode. You're a fucking genius. Oh, yeah, we will just. Let's but just yeah, no, I I have a firm belief that if we cut the Star Wars prequels down to just Ewan McGregor and Ian McDermott, so yeah, Obi Wan and Emperor Palpatine. That's the move right yeah. there. That would include all of the important scenes. All of the meaningful scenes and none of the fucking Jar Jar Binks bullshit. I was just yeah, no Jar Jar. What about what about um, uh, Obi Wan though? Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Is that is that who that is? That's Ewan who that is. McGregor well, I just lost a lot Obi-Wan. of points in the fan base now. <laughs> <laughs> this engagement was fun while it lasted. Yeah, you know what? I appreciate your investment, and I understand you wanting to uh, you know uh, pursue different avenues at this point. Alex, how about you? Avenues. Streets by any different name are just different paths in life you choose, and you know what? Maybe if you don't remember the name of the name, the name of the name of the actor, you know, it's it's okay because you know that the Star Wars fan base is pretty chill. You know, maybe just because you know. When in doubt, random quote. <laughs> Knock it out. I'm like, oh goodness gracious, yes. I and I think therefore I am. So you know. literally, so just because you're Obi Wan. In the streets doesn't mean you can't be you and McGregor in the sheets. And there you go. Hey, uh, have you wait on a side note? You're, uh, have you guys seen the island? I've not seen the island. Okay, well you're out. Alex, how about you? Uh, I'm not the I'm not the film buff. Okay, you I'm guys the, have not I'm seen the island. Is what an island? Wait, no. is the film from the early millennium? Is it the yeah, yeah, like two thousand? Is it about two thousand? Wait a minute, is yeah, it for people? Have. People who clone? Yes, you have seen for, it. Yes, for organs. Yes, you I, have. Oh, shit, I have seen this film. Oh my god, Fuck. is that movie not fuck with your dude, head, dude? What the heck? Out of like all the movies in the world, like why would you choose that film? That <laughs> because that movie we're watching that tonight. By the way, excellent. I'm in. It's so good. Did you say Am clones I... for orgies? No, no, oh, organs, organs. organs. Like oh, so, never mind. So when I get cirrhosis of the liver at 32, um, there's there's another Alex just chilling, like wearing a jumpsuit, like eating like fresh fruit that has like a healthier liver. And then like I'll be, you know, doing dumb shit, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. somewhere. And then like I like, yo, fucking liver's gone, bro. Yeah. it up, fam. Yeah. And then like we got you, dude. And like they go get the other Alex and like, yo, yo, what are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. They knock them out and they harvest the organs. Yeah. yeah. So basically the whole, the whole movie's premise and we're just going to spoil it's it. Scary. It's, it's, it's old. Scary. So we're going to spoil it for anyone who has, who has seen it, who hasn't seen it. It doesn't matter at this point. Like you're, you, you've missed the train. <laughs> the, the whole premise is, is that billionaires, uh, per, like cryogenesis, like is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like people who like pay for that. It's basically like that. People who, those rich people who pay. pay like freeze your body. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah Cryogenic. Yeah. Exactly. So people who pay for that in this movie, ex- instead of doing that, there's this whole underground uh, facility and they raise these identical clones with your DNA for the whole purpose of harvesting their organs. And they, they, they lie to them their entire lives. So they teach these clones. Oh, yeah. They teach these clones that there's been this mass nuclear apocalypse. And the whole reason they're underground, they have zero contact with civilization. Literally. Yeah. And the whole reason that they have this super strict regimen 
is like is, specific diets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Food, exercise, like they have them pristinely mine sheeple. Because they've been in like the air quotes yeah, exactly. apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. So they're trying to like basically the idea is that oh, every God. yeah, everybody in this place is is getting the best care they can because outside the world is so terrible that it's, this, it's this is the only way that you're gonna be able really to keep freaky. up your 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 mental health, your physical health. And so they're sold this just terrible lie. And and the main character, uh, Ira McGregor, uh, McGregor. Shit, uh, it was Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Was the main character? It's Obi-Wan, dude. Who's the, who was the female? Was it Charlie's Throne? I do not remember the female character. I barely remember his name. I like how you know the one movie I've seen in my life. <laughs> like, I'm the music nerd of the group. How do I, and you pick the one fucking one. Because this movie. Nerd. I know seven things. Oh, yeah. Alex has seen one movie. I've seen one this movie. This is it. Yeah. This is the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, the, the whole premise is that, like, uh, he, he finds basically this, like, this uh, unlocked door pretty much that leads to the outside world, which is supposed to be fucking poison. You know, if you go outside, you die basically of radiation poison <laughs> immediately. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like, yeah. if you go outside, you will immediately die. Yeah. And so he finds this fucking thing and he goes outside. Right, so coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he fucking, and he goes outside and he doesn't die. And he's like, what the hell? So he starts to question his reality. This movie is a, a beautiful metaphor for actual reality. It's so good. The whole idea that somebody, you know, starts questioning what they're sold or what they're told, you know, to live their life by. And all of a sudden he starts asking questions and he starts trying to like live his real life. And he's in, he's going like, why are we eating this food? And like, and then eventually he tries to escape and he finds out that he's just a fucking clone to be harvested. And he finds his, he finds his original self who has paid billions of dollars to, to harvest his fucking organs because he's an alcoholic and he wants to fucking steal his liver. This is the wow. most introspective Mitchell's ever gotten in the entire <laughs> career I've known this gentleman. <laughs> and I love it. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Shit got real, real. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this movie, for sure. It's like one of my favorites. It really is a cool concept, and it's definitely spooky, especially in today's concepts of like... Yeah, uh, imagine yeah, yeah, imagine know, we're all fucking out. clones just to, and, and allowed to continue living just based on the sole premise that one day we're going to get randomly abducted and harvested for fucking organs. I will not imagine that <coughs> for the invitation. Based on our, our personal free will and personal choices, it's it's definitely, you know, but I, yeah. it's still a freaky one to think about. Yeah. That shit spooks me. Out. Yeah, dude, like, like maybe things. maybe he doesn't need my liver, but maybe he needs my heart, which is why I'm allowed to fucking drink or why am I allowed to fucking smoke, right? Like, you know, there's Yo. like I have a specific organ in mind that's going to be harvested and they know that. And so they just allow me to continue until said fucking thing is. Uh, <sighs> anyways, I'm, I'm done. Well, now I feel fucking offended because I both smoke and drink. Yeah. Everyone's Nobody got, wants my organs. Right. Or maybe it's your eyes or your fucking brain or or your your arteries, whatever. I mean, we're based. The whole premise of the movie is to be fucking like rats that are cloned with, you know, that extra ear growing out their backside, you know, so that, that you can have an ear transplant. See, I just I, I treat my entire body like shit. So I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel offended. Cheers like to that. Like nobody wanted cheers. to invest in this body. Cheer, cheers for the beers. That's the real moral of the cheers story. Cheers for the beers. That and Ewan McGregor is daddy. And we bring you back to the... Ewan McGregor is daddy. We're going to bring you the first segment <laughs> ever. The second, the first ever segment of the Marchewski Brewski. Marchewski Brewski. Where you, we shout out uh, our favorite brew. 
and uh, we talk about you know the uh, the after effects and the prefects uh, of said brew. So bring it on, my dude. For the first ever official Marchuskis Brewskis, we're featuring Ten Barrel Brewing Company from Bend, Oregon. My dude. Bend, Oregon, uh, one of my favorite places on this fucking planet. Bend, Oregon is like the, while it, anyways, you continue. Bend, Oregon <laughs> is a place. And if you visit there for recreational purposes, you might happen to stumble upon Ten Barrel Brewing. Uh, when I first moved here four years ago, actually, I was not an IPA guy. To this day, I'm still kind of on the fence as far as, you know, hoppier beers. I've always had that frat boy mentality. Of like, <laughs> My just dude. give me a bunch of carbonated beer water. and We're going to do some fucked up shit tonight. That's, <laughs> that's always, you know, and, and hence why my friends here, they usually just, they, they see me drink lots of Milwaukee's Beast. And people ask me, like, why do you always drink that shitty fucking beer, Alex? You live in the fucking micro brew snob <laughs> capital. And, and the short version is because when I was younger, like all the cooler punk rock kids, they drank Milwaukee's Beast or, or Pabst Blue Ribbon. Hey, dude. Rolling Rock. Antoine and, Dixon drinks Pabst, which is a professional skater. But aside from that, anyways. Heckin' yeah, partner. And uh, the beer I should say is actually Apocalypse IPA. This is the first uh, IPA I actually ever uh, drank upon becoming a resident here. And um, the main reason I liked it is it's just, it's very easy to drink as far as IPAs go. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna, the hops aren't gonna, you know, hockey. Kick, they're not gonna hockey punch you, <laughs> kick your fucking teeth in, literally. And um, you I, like the way that tastes? Hacha! <laughs> 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 baby, yeah. Bruce Lee kick fucking spin kick to the face. Spin kick with the Muay Thai, yeah. freaking literally, man. Anyways, do not fuck with. Lord. But no, I have to say, I, uh, I I definitely vouch for using uh, ten barrel as a yeah, a first. Sense beer that we're going to vouch for great great thank you because yeah no i've uh i've been to their brewery oh you have yeah no i've oh, been to their original it brewery like in bend it sounds like fun it is it's a beautiful venue i first, absolutely uh, vouch for their food they have really delicious food that they have to offer i think we have our first sponsor uh in the midst here <laughs> literally most i mean i'm not trying to fight too hard for we it we gotta go talk I mean, we gotta go talk to barrel, them. once the apocalypse please. is over we're gonna go talk to them and and, and show them this episode episode two uh, but no and uh one thing i love about 10 barrel is if you go to their brewery and you get the uh, taster platter. Oh right, 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 right. Tell me about it. And so normally, when you go to a place and you get the the taster platter of the beers, it's like two <laughs> tiny little baby ounces. It's like a shot for a baby. Okay. And although like a, uh, they call that a beer flight, right? Is that yeah, a yeah, yeah, beer yeah, beer flight. Yeah, beer, yes. A beer yes. flight. That uh, this is an Oregon thing. If you're not from or don't hang out here, <laughs> this is the thing they do at places. It's very. I remember yeah. places, guys. Ah, I miss places. You remember oh. places. <laughs> I went there once. <laughs> how, how rude of me, Celine. Would, would they please continue? I apologize. But yeah, so, you know, you get a flight. Most places have like four to six testers that you can, that you right. can get. A 10 barrel, uh -huh. on account of it's 10 barrel. Uh -huh. Big facts. There are 10, I want to say that they're like four ounces, oh. but they're at least like sizable ounces. I appreciate your dedication to the bit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that if you go to Ten Barrel and you get the taster flight, you're going to get 10 
different servings. I guarantee you we're not getting paid for this. Most, no, no, this, no, this, I, I, no, I'm actually glad you're sharing because I've actually always wanted to actually visit because they've, they've pretty much been just like, I mean, like the go-to as far as yeah, like. Yeah, for same. I mean, for I know same. like the shoot, the shoots is a big Oregon staple and yeah, I've, I've had to shoot. those guys. <laughs> Literally. Big old. Yeah, um, fuck the shoots. I play, shoots, I play bass guitar for uh, the House Arrest Pets here in Salem and literally. Formerly known as. That's not your Formerly known as. Formerly known as. Uh, the surfag that was a that was an iteration of a, a musical project that existed. Oh my god, formerly known as Surfhag House Pet Arrest. Thank yes, you, yes, House Pet Arrest. Come on now, <laughs> not that complicated. Just say it so Forgive people know. Give me words. Let How them, do they work? Let them find you, let them come to you. I play bass guitar for House Pet Arrest, <laughs> and we we dr- have drank in dangerous amounts of uh, of. Of pub beer, you can get an eighteen case of pub beer, and when you get when you get a bunch of punk rockers in a garage, holy shit, you will you will <laughs> get into some shenanigans. Big uh, same, literally, Big same. literally, and it's been a very it's been very fun to just try out all the ten barrel beers and um, uh, being the Marchewski's Brewski of the week, I can't identify which Fuck fruits yeah. which fruits are, are are associated with the hops or the malt, but at six point eight percent, stop it's, it. It's kind of it's definitely up there. I mean, I'm used, I'm used to like a good. Six, I'm so six mad six we're not getting paid for this right now. Like this is insane. This is absolute <laughs> insanity. Seriously, we have sold ten barrels so hard. Yeah, and I'm, and and as a as a very again like my music taste, uh, my beer taste is the same. I don't I don't deviate much from it. Like for my for the most part y'all know this like it's uh it's pelican i will stick to pelican and it has nothing to do with preference or anything it's just i found a beer that is is good to me and and i continue to purchase the same thing that has been good to me but again i have I found like where your heads at i like where your heads at <laughs> simple yeah. it's not the best it, it's really not the most uh adventurous but again uh we're not we're not here to talk about pelican we're here to talk about tender <laughs> And 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 I do have found the apocalypse ten barrel blue fucking label. We can be here to talk about Pelican though. No, we will do if that. Pelican we'll, wants no, no, us no, no. to be here to talk about Pelican. No, 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 no. Not this week. Not this week. Next week. Next, Next week. week. Next week. Next week. Uh, Marchewski's Brewski will talk about Pelican. This week we're Absol- talking about ten barrel. Absolutely. And uh, big fan. Again, uh, th- there aren't many beers I'll actually go to the store and buy, and these are the two. And and ten barrel is totally a part of that. So this is something I subscribe to. <laughs> My closing statement for the Tender <laughs> Apocalypse. My favorite reason why I would choose this beer is because I would go to a local cinema here uh, in Big downtown. Same. Big same. And, uh, you know, Cinnabar for sure. Yes. I would, if I just inhaled a bunch of light beer, like, yeah, maybe I get a bus, but then you're peeing and you're missing parts of the movie. Like, you know, and like ten barrel, you owe us money. But, you know, if you just, if you get, if you get this IPA, you're going to have a, a nice, Beer that you actually kind of enjoy. You could literally watch the entire Avengers on a, a ten barrel. Yeah, and you just get a good buzz. You feel like you're treating yourself because it's it's you get not the ten beer barrel. Flavored, it's not beer flavored water. You know that. Yeah. yeah, you get one ten barrel. You get a nice cheese pizza with maybe your favorite toppings. You you, you get to I am you know I love you three thousand in the End Game <laughs> Avengers. You start to cry and and then the movie ends and the, and then you go to the bathroom. You don't you know down 10 pbrs 
and 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 then need to go to the bathroom before the fucking first action sequence happens. This is important in any trip to the cinema. I'm just saying, I I yes. love the Avengers movies. I'm not a Marvel fan, but I enjoyed every Marvel movie in the theater that existed. Like Iron Man one and two, those were great. And then I saw Avengers Endgame. And also no. great, bro. And yeah. I'm excited to see where this shit fucking goes because they've done a great job. I'm not a Marvel fan, but the movies are fun to watch. This is this is most definitely something <laughs> I subscribe to. And I'm glad that uh, Ten Barrel just makes a beer with lots of flavor and a good uh, you know, ABV that I can get a buzz, but then I have to go to multiple piss visits in the in the cinema and then ruin the the, the viewing experience. Big facts. So on this week's Marshuskis Brewskis Volume One, I give the Apocalypse IPA from Ten Barrel, uh, four bathroom visits out of five. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> four bathroom visits out of five. That's the measuring tool. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back. Thank you, Celine, for being our guest. Alex, tell the people what they need to listen to for next week. Come back next week on March and Mitch. Ba, ba, ba. Mitch Blades. Propane. Propane. Accept.